Episode one, segment one, the Spotty Goat Podcast. I'm Nathan. And I'm Jeff. We're going to rock your theological frocks. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. We're going to get in so much trouble over this. They are. Hit that bump music. <laughs> did, they, did they make a frock? Um, thunder frock. It's a thunder frock. No, no, <laughs> no, no, it's just a, well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, no, hey everybody, welcome to the random, I'm, I'm, I don't even know why this exists, but we're going to see what works. This is the Spotted Goat Podcast. I'm Nathan here with my dear friend Jeff, and we are going to be uh, having a little fun right now. This is a work in progress. This is something that uh, it's an expansion of many, many hours of conversation that Jeff and I have had on my front porch and at church and all over the place uh, to be able to continue the conversation. So I'll let, I'll let Jeff tell us who you are. Tell us about yourself. Tell us what you're all about. All right. The man so in the moo-moo. The man, no, the man in the moo. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm Jeff. I am a middle-aged white guy living in Tennessee <laughs> and uh, and have, in my opinion, a little bit of a journey uh, to get to where I will call myself a spotted goat. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, born and raised in the same town. I've only not lived here for maybe four years. So the reason I say that is I am not necessarily well-traveled. Um, and am deep-seated here in the middle of the buckle of the Bible belt and mm-hmm. know what I was told as a child uh, and know why I left that and uh, then know why I came back. And so in talking about um, the journey that we've been on um, or that I have been on, um, you know, I am married, I have a child, and uh, several years ago, uh, before my child was born, decided that I wasn't sure, so sure I believed in all this God stuff mm-hmm. and uh, walked away. And then um, shortly after my child was born, things started changing. Yeah, as and it does. Things started showing up. And um, what really got my attention is when my father-in-law called and said, hey, uh, we're going to go down to this range and uh, do some things, and uh, I'd like you to go with me. And when two good old Southern Baptist boys lock you in a truck and drive for two hours, you're kind of a captive audience. This is going to end in casseroles. <laughs> well, it started there. Why not in there? Why not in there? So uh, it was kind of an attention getter. Just a, you might want to consider as a father some things that you're not considering. And it kind of blew it off. And uh, then had some moments that just lined up perfectly. Walking into a preschool where that's in a church. And having some folks from my childhood say, hey, we've missed you. Where have you been? Would you come back? Uh, and then just seeing it all line up mm-hmm. and um, finding my faith again and realizing that it's not necessarily what it looked like or what I was told it should look like as a child. Right on. And uh, then obviously meeting folks like you and your sure. wife. And Yeah, uh, full disclosure, we met at this church. <laughs> yes, we did. And um, so... Uh, having some of these conversations over a cigar on a, a porch. Speak to uh, me. <laughs> in slow, dulcet tones. Yes. Um, yeah, so I um, just kind of found my, found my way back. And uh, currently I am on a, a journey of about three and a half years. I'm two years or so in uh, to uh, getting my master's in marriage and family therapy. So 
seeing that my journey is not as unique as I thought it was. When you brought this idea up, I was like, hey, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's really how we're going to heal um, yeah. from some of these church wounds or whatever you want to call them. And so by having those conversations, uh, I was like, you know what? Other people might be interested in hearing this. I, I really don't know. But why not offer it <laughs> We're going to find out see. one way or another. Yeah, so hit, the, <laughs> hit that like button, as they say on all of my podcasts. Smash that like button, you guys. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, in doing that, we um, I thought, you know, why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, obviously, you have a passion that has been rekindled. Sure. And uh, you've shared some of that with me. And so I'm like, you know what? I'll go along for the ride on that. I can contribute there. And I think somebody might hear something they like. Or um, just knowing that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. So as we share these ideas, uh, knowing that your story, you're not out there on your own. You are not walking this journey as a party of one. Yeah. Um, I just think that that might lead to this. We're going to talk about it. I'm sure that culture of healing, sure. and that community of healing. So, uh, that's kind of, kind of where I am. Yeah. So why don't you share part of your story? And if you guys haven't picked up on it, uh, Jeff is the heart, soul and the brain behind this. Uh, I'm more like the heel in the back of the hand. That's, that's where you can find something you're good at and do we are it. So toast. Yeah, no, we're dead. We're dead. Hey, you know, I don't think, I don't think that we'll, uh, we'll get voted off the Island just yet. Uh, no, I, on the flip side, um, I grew up in the deep South. Um, my, as soon as I could get away, I did. And, uh, for a number of reasons, which I'm sure at some point we'll go into. One of the things you're going to, you guys are going to find, uh, you ladies, as well as you're listening to this podcast is that we want to be violently transparent. Like we want to try as much as we can to be, uh, open and honest with you all. Uh, so, cause we think that that promotes healing. That's what, you know, Jeff mentioned it. That's one thing that we're really big about. Um, I traveled, I've traveled all over the world. There are only a few continents that I haven't been to. Um, and that being said, you know, from a, from a farm, a small farm in Alabama, growing up in a cotton field, uh, to going around to Tuscany and Santorini and Germany and Australia and the UK and all over the place, Central America, the Caribbean. It's been a lot of fun, you know, all over the United States to meet a lot of really great people. Um, I did not realize the blessing of travel. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize the blessing of that exposure, Um, but you learn very quickly that not everybody is like you. You know, not everybody uh, shops at Peddler's One Stop. You know what I mean? Um, Although they don't understand the beauty of an ice cold Grapeco in the middle of the summer. I'm just saying that's that's some good (laughs) stuff. Um, But I very much. I spend a lot of time away, kind of what I consider my wandering time. I'm a minister by trade. Uh, I'm, I'm a recovered per, uh, professional Christian, a Jesus stormtrooper. I went through the Imperial Guard. Uh, and uh, What color do they wear? That's um, what I want to know. Listen, if, if I would probably be one of the red guys, just saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. Although, you know, they didn't get enough credit. They really sucked in the sequel trilogy. Sultry, though. They, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, um, I, I, will, I will say... Um, I did spend my time after, you know, I, you know, Jeff mentioned that he, his background is in therapy. Your background is in, uh, uh, counseling, you know, that's where you're headed. Uh, mine being in ministry, I almost joke that I have my background. My specialty is in church trauma. Mm. Uh, that's, you know, my, my specialty is, you know, I'm, I'm a veteran of one church split, actually one and a half church splits, uh, before leaving professional ministry. And, um, 
learning a lot along the way, going into sales for quite a long time. Uh, and then my journey in, in my professional career came to a screeching halt not too long ago. Uh, now I think that's for a reason, looking hmm. at it. Um, but, you know, there's a lot that, that I've seen and a lot that I've gotten to experience. And, and for me, that's part of the journey. And I think that's why this is such a great thing, because as as God gave me a rectal craniotomy and pulled my head out of my butt, uh, <laughs> the, I think that we can work together and we, we want to be able to, to work with those of you out there that might understand what we're talking about. Because there's a lot of places where church as we know it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, uh, religion as we know it might not make sense. Christianity as we've mm-hmm. seen it, as we've seen it expressed, might not make sense. And then that's when we feel like spotted goats. Yeah. And that's where it comes from. The idea of spotted goats was an old idea of if you're wanting to keep your sacrificial lambs, your sacrificial goats pure and spot and spotless and white, they had to keep the spotted goats separate. They were the, the not quite good enough to be sacrifices, mm-hmm. but they were still good for milk and cheese kind of <laughs> kind of goats. And that's us. We may not be the, we may not be the best. We may not be the very top, but we're doing the best we can. Uh, so so that's why spotted goats. I always thought you know, and that's how I've always viewed myself, especially in this. I guess you could call it a spiritual renaissance time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's. Uh, how I view myself. Well, we can talk about the yeah, we can know, talk about moving that. from the early childhood to the mid childhood sure, and sure. all of these different things. But, yeah. um, but but definitely, we want to. Our vision for this podcast is to create a community of conversation and a culture of healing. And I don't know where that's headed. We have a few ideas. Mm-hmm. We're wide open. So as we uh, find beauty in our spots, uh, we're wide open to suggestions yeah. as to what you think might might work. And I think one of the things about the beauty in the spots that you bring up that I definitely think we have to call out is a conversation you and I had as you were putting together a logo for this <laughs> yeah. is that without the spotted goats, the story is incomplete. Mm-hmm. Life is not complete without everybody involved. And I think that's one of the other things that we are truly trying to cultivate and foster here is that everybody has value. Everybody has worth. You don't Mm -hmm. have to tow the restoration movement. Alexander Campbell said it, so it must be so. Yeah, we're so busted um, right now. Right. (laughs) Oops. That Um, was the first place you went. Thanks, mm, Jeff. You're welcome. I like to throw it out there (laughs) on the table. So, um, but yeah, you know, so I think that's the thing that we have to also remember is as we do this, Everybody's got a part in this, and everybody plays an important part in this. It just may not look like everybody else right. thinks it should. Right. We have, a, we have a crazy belief that the body of Christ is a lot bigger than we've <laughs> made it out to be. And, and before you – before there's a few of you out here. I can literally feel the temperature in the room going up because your head just caught on fire. It's not <laughs> what you think that I said, but we believe that God is bigger than we are. Yes. And and in that I want to follow God. I want to follow what what God has revealed to us, not what we have tried to reveal about Amen. God. So there are a lot of ists out there that we're not going to take part in. You know, there's a lot of ists and isms and all of these things that 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 we're going to we're going to talk about, I'm sure at some point. Mm-hmm. But um we're not coming at this from the perspective of any single denomination, any single right. uh Christian uh microcosm. Sure. We just want to talk about God. Yeah. That's all I care about. Absolutely. So, so let's talk about a few core principles. This is just, and I said in our notes, I've put core principles for now, because uh, <laughs> there's going to be more. There's going to be more. But let's talk about a few of these. 
Okay, so first and foremost, uh, I think it's very crucial that everybody understands we do believe the Bible is inspired. 100%. It is. Um, it is a byproduct of the one who made us. Uh, we do believe the one who made us had a hand in making it. Mm-hmm. And so before anybody comes out and goes, oh, these guys, they're just in this for anybody, anything goes, you know, all gods are equal. Um, you know, it's one of those things that we do have to hold to certain things that we believe to be true. And we both agree that the, uh, the scriptures, the Bible are inspired. Correct. Correct. So now when we're dealing with the Bible, however, there are certain things that we need to take into consideration and that is literature, culture. We have to look at what the Bible was intended to say for a good friend of mine who I admire very much. Uh, said one time that if you ask the wrong questions of the text, you will always get the wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we have to make. I, I want us to make sure that first of all, we realize that culture matters, not just in our modern culture. Well, yes, of course, culture matters to us. Yep. We're not going to be. We're not people that ignore culture in the name of being holy and distinct. Right. Uh, but in the Bible, in the text, in the Scripture, we believe that culture matters because therein lies the nuance of what's being said. Hopefully I'm making sense. Yeah, absolutely. And that in finding that nuance and finding what makes sense, um, many of us are finding our way into recovery. Right. And we believe in recovery. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And, you know, that's on many, many different levels, spiritual recovery, mental recovery, recovery from addictions, Mm -hmm. um, and all of these different things. Did you say spiritual recovery? I did say spiritual recovery. I'm all about that. Yes, absolutely. I'm sitting here listening to you talking about being a professional Christian, and I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know, do I want to do this podcast? Because that sounds like income. (laughs) I know, right? Right. Trust me, we're not making anything on this so far. (laughs) So, yeah, but I think that's really, really important. And I think one of the other things, and we haven't chatted about this, is that we have to own our own recovery. Absolutely. Nobody else can do that for us. I'm we have supremely to be, messed up. Yeah, we That's, have to we own that. There. And, and, you know, the, the effort that it takes to discover and reflect. Correct. Um, that's got to be done on the individual level. Correct. And I truly believe the reason for that is because God wants to know each and every one of us individually not just in a collective. Correct. So I think also, I mentioned this a moment ago, but I think we, we I want to reiterate the fact that this is not, I'm not saying it's non-denominational. I'm right. saying that we are not here to propose or promote a denomination. Uh, while most would consider us, you know, if you're looking at the broad stroke definitions, most would consider us Protestant evangelical. I don't claim that I'm Protestant evangelical. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I, I don't know that I feel comfortable with that. Um, so yeah, so I, I felt your eyebrows just peek up right then. So, so yeah, I don't consider, I'm not Catholic, but I don't consider myself Protestant evangelical. Uh, mm-hmm. obviously I'm not Jewish. Um, but I think that once again, if we try too hard to fit into all these little, uh, definitions, then we're going to yeah. miss a lot that the text and the spirit of God is trying to tell us. Absolutely. So this is a real wide open journey yep. that we're going to go on together. And I think it's going to be extremely fun because our next, the next thing that I want to make sure that everyone understands is that questions are great. <laughs> questions are good. Uh, I'm, with me, I grew up in a, in, a, in a background, in a tradition in which questions were shunned. You don't ask any questions of the text. Um, you don't yes, ask any absolutely. questions, and don't you dare question God. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we've heard downright offensive things being said that um, in the name of 
God, for example, God yeah. does what he wants. You know, if you've got a, if you've got, God forbid, you've got a, and I'm sorry if I'm triggering anybody here, but if you've got a, a dead child in front of you and says, well, God just needed him more than you did. Mm. How insensitive mm. and cruel, right? He just needed one more angel. Oh right God. It just makes me, oh, I can't say what it makes me want to do. This yeah. is our first episode. Um, so, but <laughs> questions are good. And I want us to ask these questions and I want you to send in your questions. Um, understanding that we may tackle them with no goal of coming to an answer. Absolutely. And critique is good. Absolutely. And that's the thing with critique. Um, you know, we are just getting started, but Correct. we have secured a, a website and that will grow and evolve and change over time. And at some point, I would like to have critique from you guys. Yes. I, I want, and by the way, I know in this culture, using the words you guys um, can be <laughs> a bit of a handful, but sorry, it's kind of who I am. I use it evenly. Hey, y'all throw some stuff at yeah. us, will you? <laughs> yeah. So um, you'll hear me say you guys a lot, and yeah. that's not yeah. me saying women don't have a place. It's right. Everybody's included in that. But I, I would love to hear from y'all because yeah. when when you give us feedback – or when you throw a question out that maybe we didn't, we all learn. Yeah, exactly. Right? And um, that's really the only way we learn. And those questions are taboo-free. Absolutely. There is no topic that we're not willing to absolutely stumble through if sure. we have to. The, the thing about life is that it's messy. Absolutely. And and one of the things, uh, my experience with theology, you know, there's a there's a term in in professional Christianity called systematic theology that really <laughs> it, it really boils my blood sometimes hmm. because because we want to try and find a way to build a system right. out of the divine and it's almost like trying to fit uh, twenty tons of jello into a shoebox when you do that yep. that's that's what fitting God into our systems it just doesn't work right and so, so to that point, just to bring it up, you know you sit there and you think about systematic theology if I said that right, I try to avoid it at all costs so yeah of course it's not something that i would would you know dive into of course but um, I was reading someone here recently and said that there's one thing that syst- um, systemic Theology. Systematic. Systematic. Systemic theology is a different problem. Oh, well, okay. Let's <laughs> we'll split hairs there. Yeah. It's got an A in it. Anyway, yes. um, so uh, systematic theology produces exvangelicals, mm-hmm. those folks that are fleeing in an Correct. exodus from the church. Correct. And so um, it may not necessarily be something that we need to dive into so much. Right. Um, and some of you may say we do, and that's okay, too. And that's okay. Let's you dive know, into and, it. And you know, quite honestly, I feel God's big enough to provide that for folks that need it. And for folks that don't, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just go ahead and warn you, and Nathan's going to cringe at this. His eightness is going to come out. <laughs> and that is that as I'm learning more about me on my journey, this whole taboo-free thing, I like to poke the bear. Sure. And I might throw out some things just to see what happens um, and I'm to see where bear. the conversation goes. Because I truly feel, and as I'm learning in my journey with counseling and talking with folks in a very intimate one-on-one level, is that until you bring those taboos up, they can't heal. Right. And so that may mean that we have a conversation about transgendered individuals in the church and what that means. And we may talk about what it's um, you know like to be a middle-aged, affluent white man with the Ferrari in the driveway mm-hmm. and the you know third wife with the extra parts that he bought mm-hmm. um, and see how that fits into theology and in Christian churches around. Um, because I really, truly feel we've got to look at all aspects of everything, and we've got to be adult and mature enough to say, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I will promise you this. 
I will say offensive things, but I never intend to offend. I was just thinking and about that. I am yeah. totally open to, hey, I don't care really for what you said and how you said it. And I'm going to go, oh, okay, got it. And I'm not sure. going to try to convince you that I'm right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to defend it. I'm just going to say, okay, so how can I say that in a way that we can have a conversation? Right. Because that's really the goal. Right. Um, but I truly feel that sometimes we've got to, got to, you know, we've got to tilt the pinball machine in order to get it to go where we want it to go. Yeah, kick and the I, beehive. Right. And I hope you all will go with us there on that. And like I said, we didn't talk about that necessarily. Right. But hopefully you're good with that. If not, if you'll cut it out, it'd be great. So <laughs> No, I'm completely good with that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of where I am. And I think it's really key. The last point that I think we wanted to go over was also that – we will not presume to have all the answers. Correct. There's no way we can. Um, but that doesn't mean we won't try to help figure it out or that we won't explore it. Mm-hmm. And we are going to come to places where we go, I, I don't know. Yeah, and we hope that – get ready because there's a lot that – I mean, any responsible theologian, anyone who studies the Bible in any legitimate way will be the first to tell you that they don't have all the answers. Right. Because God has revealed – a small portion of himself to us, yeah. uh, the part that we can handle. Yeah. And there's a lot that we just don't know. And you know what? That's okay. Absolutely. But we're going to stumble through things. We're going to mess things up. We're going to get things wrong. We're going to offend you. We're going to confuse you. We're going to befuddle you. And we just ask that you stick around because, once again, we want this to be a community of conversation, a commu- a culture of healing. Yeah, and that's really important to me uh, with the healing part because until you're in a safe environment, um, you're not going to heal. Until you know that you can say anything, do anything, and that it's going to be okay. This is a very judgment-free zone. Correct. Um, And I say that to you and me, Mm -hmm. but also to the folks listening. Um, Hopefully there are folks out there. Um, And so... If not, it's the three of us. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I think that's that's going to be really, really critical because right now we are living through interesting times. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say they're unique. I will not say they are the worst. There's and I nothing not new under the sun, the my friend. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, exactly. But we are walking through it for the first time. And so I want to help folks do that. Right. And uh, because in helping you guys, y'all help me, and we do this thing called community. Yeah. And um, that really, one of the things that has really reached me recently is, you know, um, in community is where we can see God, we can see Jesus, um, and we can see that. And we'll talk more about that later, but um, how we find our God and our Jesus in each other. I don't think it was by mistake or because God needed some help in taking care of folks that he said, love me, love them. Right. Um, I think there was more to the love them Mm-hmm. than just feeling good about what we've done or feeling like we have some kind of virtue that might get us in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was a whole lot more to it than that. And we'll talk more about that later. So I think that's good for now. I think people kind of get in. We could go on and on just about you yeah, know, sure. what we're going to say. Uh, but we have a rough map for these first few episodes in this segment. And then uh, we will go from there. So thank you for your time today. Yeah, thank you. On behalf of myself, Nathan, this is Jeff. And we've also got the world's best, most random producer, William. <laughs> I love this guy. By the way, say a prayer and th- thanks for this guy who's helping us to actually not sound like complete idiots because we wouldn't be able to do it. Um, <laughs> And until the next time, we are the Spotted Goats.